Hi, and welcome to Thriving with Sarah and Jenny. Please join us as we explore how you can enjoy a happier life and a fulfilling career, things that aren't always that easy in our modern world. We'll be taking a look to how you can explore well-being both inside and outside the workplace, how to prevent burnout, how to achieve true happiness in work and life, and so much more. So stick around. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Thriving with Sarah and Jenny. We are here today to talk a little bit about the blur that's going on right now. Um, and uh, and then we're going to talk about the importance of relationships and relationships at work. Mm. I'm looking forward to this conversation, Sarah, because I think there's so many of people around at the moment who are feeling bit guilty if they're feeling a bit blair yeah um and also struggling sometimes with relationships especially around the work stuff that we have to do so I think it's it's good that we're talking about this um how are you going at the moment yeah it's so funny because when when we were we were setting up to talk about this we were going to talk just about relationships and then you and I have both shared that we're feeling a bit blur and I think that's, uh, you know, Adam Grant uh, wrote uh, an article a couple of months ago in the New York Times, which described that feeling as languishing. Yes. You know, you're not down, you're not in the bottom, but you're not, you know, at your highest highs. And uh, and it's interesting because we're both kind of entrepreneurs. We have chosen, I guess, a, a career path, which now means we're not in a team every day, working towards someone's bigger vision, working towards what's happening. Um, and while we both love what we do and, you know, we really get the energy from working with our client work, actually there is some of that blue that happens <laughs> in the interim, in the middle, because <laughs> guess what? When you work for yourself, you don't always just get to deliver fun client work and help people That's have right. that. There are all the other mechanics behind it, isn't it? Yeah, um, so true. It's so true. Yeah. And I think it's it just shows we're human. We're human. We have our ups and yeah. the downs like everybody else. Oh, yeah. And no matter how much you love your job, and I know you love your job just Absolutely. as much as I love mine. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. But hmm, there are times, days, weeks, months even sometimes where it's just a bit like, Neh, do I have to be doing this? And I'm, yeah. You know, the, the little person on my shoulder is saying, well, Jenny, you chose to do this. So why aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with you? And um, yeah. it's not that there's something wrong. It's just that I, I sometimes fall into that, that mindset where it's like, I feel like I'm missing out on something. There's something that's not feeding my soul or giving me enough to boost me up because I don't know about you, but I find that when I'm in delivery, when I'm working with a client or delivering a workshop or doing group coaching or something like that, it really juices me up. And at that moment, I'm in the moment and just loving it. And it's really weird how afterwards, or and especially after a conference where I might have done a keynote or something like that, you get this huge rush and it's brilliant and then you just get the crash. 
It's yeah. as if I've consumed 10 cups of strong coffee and I've got the, the down afterwards. It's like I need to do something different. Does that ever yeah. happen to you? Oh my gosh, all the every time. And mm. and I the the way you describe that <clears throat> when you uh, you know, when we're delivering, when you're working with clients, you know, that is just the best working with people to help, help them get, you know, create a better workplace. That is, that's what we do, right? We create better lives, better workplaces. <laughs> but I think, I think you've hit the nail on the head is that as entrepreneurs, where we, you know, we're no longer in this team. So when we get to work with other people, right, do great work with other people, as we, as we very much talk about our results and relationships piece, those relationships are so important. Those teams, and especially, um, I don't know about you, but I'm sure in your practice, you know, before you moved into this full time, you had this cohort of people, you built this team together. And I did the same, you know, built these amazing teams of amazing people who do amazing work. And so when we're when we're in our own business, um, at the moment, we have these wonderful people and I'm quite lucky I've got a wonderful business partner to bounce ideas off of but actually we don't work in the same place together so we're not having those kind of day-to-day workplace relationships and that's something I'm really passionate about mm-hmm. that I think results um, and making sure people know what they do matters and autonomy and all those things are so important and we can do so much better with that in the workplace but actually those benefits of positive work relationships are so undervalued and actually I think what what we have well what I've heard across my clients and I'm sure you have too is most people in the world have had to shift into this working by myself without the benefits of being an entrepreneur because as we talked about earlier the benefits of the entrepreneurial world is we've traded that kind of those that teamwork and that someone else taking care of it and that reliability of where work comes from and when for freedom Yes. So we at least have that. But I think what we hear across the world and, you know, that Adam Grant article on languishing, I think, is, you know, one of the most read articles of the year. And I very much agree with this. That is because we're not getting to have those relationships get filled up in the way that you described when you're in a room with other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a really great article in positivepsychology.com. I really recommend it. And it's all about positive relationships in the workplace, you know, and one of the things it says is relationships at work is how work gets done. Absolutely. <laughs> and so that is the biggest challenge for us, whether you're an entrepreneur yeah. or a solopreneur working from home mm-hmm. um, or whether you're somebody who's been sent to work from home um, and you're normally uh, a member of a team or a number of different teams, the interactions we're having now, courtesy of the pandemic, has meant that it's altered the, the ease that we can have those interactions, those social bumping into each other. Um, Because even with something as simple as a business meeting, I mean, I was always in business meetings. I was jumping in my car and (laughs) using off to the CBD and going up to find the the office and all this sort of stuff. And that was part and parcel of my interaction with the world at large. But of course, now it's always done pretty much 
on a Zoom call or a Teams yep. meeting. And while there's a lot of convenience around that, there's also a downside because although I get to eyeball the person I'm talking with, and that's really essential <laughs> to, to try and build up a relationship, it's still not the same as when you're sitting face to face across from somebody else and having that conversation. So I think oh, moving forward, when they you know there's all this talk about the hybrid work and you know, are we yeah. all going to be working from home? Bloody bloody woof woof. I think there, there needs to be a good discussion and it needs to be done at the individual level because we're all different. And some people just love being on their own to work because that's when they do their best work. Um, yep. But others are much more social creatures and need that interaction so you can you know, just bounce ideas off. And like you say, even if we've got a business partner, but they're not in the same room or in the same office building or even in the same town, it just changes things a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and yeah. it's really interesting you say that because I think um, Laurie Santos from Yale, who, who does that great happiness course, yes. Um, yes. Uh, which I think everyone has taken in the world in the last year. <laughs> well, I know I've watched it. And I think it's brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was talking to Action for Happiness earlier this year. Um, and she said, even introverts, of which I am one, need to go even if we think we don't even if we think we don't want to go out we do need social and human interaction you know even yeah. for those of us we don't need it in the quantities perhaps that an extrovert does but we still yeah. need it and it has the same positive benefits for us so um i think even though we may love working at home and having more of that space it is still important for us as we're moving forwards to get those relationships and to get that fulfillment from from our peers yeah i think it's actually even more important especially if you recognize that you are more on the mm. introverted side of the scale because i know for myself um i understand the importance of networking and i understand the importance of mixing and talking with other people but there are you know those days where i think do I really want to go to that networking event? And even though sometimes I know I'm going to get to meet somebody amazing and fantastic and we'll have a wonderful conversation, yeah. yep. the other times where I turn up and think, how long do I have to stay before I can go home? <laughs> oh, I can, I really can relate to that. <laughs> and it's, and it's not because there's anything wrong with the people or no, no it's definitely just the it's the introvert the song of the introvert <laughs> it's the song yeah the song of the introvert coming out <laughs> so um so I've, I'm getting better at because what I yeah. find works for me is to not overload myself with too many events like that where I know it's going to be pushing me right out of my comfort zone so I will say yes to those events where I think it's going to be of value and it's going to be not overwhelming with too much rah, 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 rah going on. Um, if, it, if I know it's the sort of place and time where people are genuinely interested in, you know, mm. finding out a bit more about each other and how we can support each other, I'm there. That's absolutely fine. But as soon as I get a whiff of, or just hand me your business card and I'll I'll meet you up for a coffee. It's like, I do. <laughs> uh, oh, look at the time. <laughs> yeah. 
it's like starting a relationship with no foreplay. No, thank you. <laughs> Am I allowed to say that? <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, it's our podcast. We can say what we want. So before, I guess before we um, we get to the end of this, one of the things I wanted to talk to you about, obviously with your GP background is, so there's been a couple of studies done in the last kind of 10 years about positive social interactions at work. So relationships at work. Yes. directly affecting our body's physiological processes. Yes. Um, yes. And, and again, this, this wonderful paper that I love says, when employees experience positive relationships, the body's ability to build, maintain, and repair itself is improved in the workplace and outside. So can you, can you bring your wonderful GP mind to this? Because that was like, that blew my mind. Mm. Um well, so what's going on there? What's going on? It's it's really um, the impact is on our physiology is that it sort of elevates our the strength of our immune system. So we're able to sort of resist um, onslaught by infection and stuff like that. But it also helps to reduce the level of inflammation that we may be experiencing in our body. And that is also an enormous um, safeguard, if you like, to to our well-being but mentally it's it's that it it provides us with that sense of safety and when you as soon as you feel safe you're feeling less stressed you're more open um you're more relaxed and you can just get on with things more easily and it's that sense of belonging that you know Brene Brown talks about all the time that's that's so important but physiologically it's it's not just intimate or the closest relationships that count it's all of our relationships that matter so we know too from the research that it's the number of uh, incidental meetings with other people across our day whether they're people that we know vaguely at work or people that we cross in the street or people we see down in the supermarket or wherever it's those those small interactions which have an enormous positive effect on our mental well-being so that we are better placed psychologically to handle adversity or challenge or when we stuff up and all those other things so I think it's wonderful that we can sort of manage ourselves simply through um, our interactions with others especially the positive interactions um, and to recognize that we can alleviate so much of the stress or the anxiety or feeling a bit low simply by getting out and interacting with another fellow human being. And if you (laughs) haven't got a fellow human being, a dog will do (laughs) because we have relationships with our pets, as we know, talked about before. Um, So it's about sort of making sure that we're not on our own uh, and feeling lonely as a consequence. So relationships matter enormously and uh, I think when we get better at recognizing just how valuable positive interactions are across our day hopefully it will encourage all of us to set the intention on what can I do to ensure that the interactions I do have today are in the positive end of the spectrum because we will have those days when everything goes pear-shaped and then we might be <laughs> not as kind or compassionate to our fellow human beings. But, you know, <laughs> we'd like to we, be. we always aim to do better, I think. Yeah. And uh, I know at the end of the day, and it's interesting, you know, if we've had one of those days where it's like, oh, 
did anything go right? So on those days, if you've had the opportunity to be with or speak with somebody who you know cares about you, respects you, and and you know shares encouragement in some form, it helps you feel better. It just makes it not quite so bad. And you know we can all do that for each other every single day, can't we? Yeah, absolutely. And it's it's I think that the piece you said about intention, you know, especially now being intentional about it when we're still mm. meeting, you know, somewhat online, somewhat in person, mm. um, spacing those or creating those spaces intentionally for for those times to connect, for the debrief, for having a chat. I know I know um, a team that I worked with, they have a standing meeting on a Friday, which is supposed yep. to be about planning, but actually it's a debrief. It's a time just to have a bit of a, you know, exercise that chimp brain and go, these horrible things happened. Get a little bit of, oh my goodness, yes, I had that, you know, connect with someone else, know that you're not alone, all those things. So Jenny, what would you say to our listeners? Mm -hmm. You know, so the benefits of of relationships at work, they have positive impacts on work, they have positive impacts on ourselves, and then they have positive impacts on both our mental and physical health. So yeah. I don't think there's any argument that, that mm. building this kind of relationship into the workplace or into your private life is really, really important. Mm. So what can people do when they when they leave here? What's, what's our challenge for them this week? I think the challenge is to be kind to yourself. Because mm. um, we, ta- we started off our conversation talking about the blur factor. And okay. whether you're feeling blur or fantastic, value that feeling because it's valid for who you are and what you're experiencing at this particular point. Um, and I think the the strength of our relationships can help us to lift out of the blur stage because when we share our feelings and don't feel embarrassed to say, well, actually, today's not been a great day, instead of feeling, well, I, you know, that makes me feel sort of weak or you know, inadequate in some way. It's just just a reflection of what's true for you. And if we have the vulnerability and the capacity to know that the person that we're with or sharing that with isn't there to to judge us or to humiliate us in any way, but just to acknowledge that's that's our experience. And um, I think we can be kinder to ourselves, but also then develop that capacity to always be on the lookout to make sure that other people with us are also feeling okay. And just because we're in a happy, happy state doesn't mean that everybody else is either. So we just just be mindful that, you know, just saying, oh, it's all great and wonderful, la, 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 la. If somebody next to you isn't quite there, you might end up not meaning to, but you actually might lower their their mood. So it's about being generous with with the opportunity to lift others up and doing it in a, in a very sort of uh, intentional and careful way, I suppose. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I like that. I like that. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take that and and push it a little further in the workplace to leave people with. So one of the things that I love is the story about a company that allows when you come in in the morning. You've got your name or a picture and you can put yourself where you're feeling on a whole range of feelings. I've seen I've seen people who have like flip charts on their desk as well. Where are you on the emotional range? (laughs) And so by creating that environment in your workplace or you can do it in your online collaborations, you know, get people to change their names to how they're feeling. 
Mm. Uh, you know, allow people to show up with a yeah, smiley face or a, you know, mm face or a mm face and, and give people that space and time to, to be in yeah. the emotions where they are. Um, yeah. And again, research shows if you allow that, then because pe- people aren't trying to stuff it into a box, right? It allows yeah. people to, to move it. on. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And we do this a lot. You know, you were talking about team coaching. We do this a lot. People quite often show up and they're not, we always ask them where are, you know, thumbs up, thumbs side, thumbs down, or any, any variation of that. Um, and if they've started in one of these, you know, thumbs to the side, thumbs down positions by the end of this space and time where they've been allowed to talk about the why or the how they almost always leave nudging a little bit higher nudging yeah. a little bit higher and so that would be my my recommendation mm. to start relationships mm. you know you can can allow people to be as you said who they are and where they are yeah, absolutely of course that doesn't give us permission to be a grouch every single day no occasionally yeah yeah sometimes I think you had a really great blog post on this didn't you <laughs> yeah 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 Oh, that's so good, Sarah. I always love talking to you and you always help put me in a positive space. So thank you for sharing. Oh, well, thank your, you. Your words you of wisdom. We both started in a little bit of a blur mood, but I am I am checking out with you today, feeling much better, Jenny. Great. And let's hope our listeners are too. So we'd love to hear from you. What yes. do you do when you're experiencing that little bit of bleh? Do you have something special in your toolbox that you incorporate and, and say, okay, I'm going to do this and it works? Love to hear your thoughts. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. See you next time. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Thriving with Sarah and Jenny. We hope you've enjoyed listening to it as much as we did recording it. And you can always get involved in the well-being conversation at all of our social links in the show notes. Until next time, stay safe, stay happy, and thrive in whatever you do.